welcome to VG Empire episode six. <laughs> I've already <laughs> lost count. Uh, this is Brett Elston, and with me, only with me, Hi. is Christopher Antista. Yes, and bringing us in is that, uh, Jesus Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> mean Machine, the versus mode, which, which it, is we, we, we you said Mean Bean Machine. I was like, Ugh, and you were like, Ugh. but that's been scarred for us for not any reason of Mean Mean Machine, but for that stupid achievement. And, yes, and the, the stupid the achievement trophy and Sonic's, Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection, like two years ago. It's a great collection of Genesis yes, games with a bunch of gettable achievements. Yeah, you can get a thousand points in that game, platinum trophy, easily. Uh, except there's one achievement that is Mean Bean Machine, and it's this impossible task where you just it's Puyo Puyo mm-hmm. is Mean Bean Machine. Uh, but at the same time, uh, Puyo Puyo came over a puzzle game where you drop blobs around mm-hmm. each other. Uh, came over on the Super Nintendo as Kirby's Avalanche. And it True. came over to the Genesis as Mean Bean Machine. Mm-hmm. Yet it was always just Puyo Puyo. And ever since then, it has been Puyo Puyo. But the Sonic cartoon was actually taking off at the time, so they turned it into that. Nintendo yeah, was Robotnik like, got his own game. Robotnik got his own game. Uh, but that song coming in, I wanted to do an episode. Uh, I saw a few comments that mentioned, you haven't done any Genesis stuff. Mega Drive. Uh, and you're right. And I'm right. But the Genesis is a delicate flower. You have to handle it carefully. I, I've noticed I've taken more... I've I've been having more fun pointing out the bad stuff that Genesis. Oh yeah, it's, it's exquisitely bad music. Yeah. But yes, you're you're right. The Genesis. What, it, what it not only does it crank out a different style of tune from something on mm-hmm. Super NES, um, a different sound. It was a different flavor because they the Genesis is more interested in replicating rock or like popular music of the time. It had an, the Genesis has an edgier sound to it overall. No, you're right. That comes up a lot in a bunch of various soundtracks, uh, which I'll get actually into in, in this in this episode. Uh, n- not often did uh, Super Nintendo games really reference the music of the day, mm-hmm. but Genesis soundtracks did. Uh, one of the earlier episodes of this BG Empire was uh, Super Adventure Island, mm-hmm. which was Yuzo Koshiro, mm-hmm. uh, which actually was pretty very early 90s, had a lot of hip-hop like f- flavor to it, but you'll actually find that... Kishiro, who did Streets of Rage, who's mm-hmm. not part of this, because Streets of Rage needs Ooh, its own beautiful. Wi- needs beautiful its own music. time, needs to spread its own wings. This is kind of a medley of other Genesis music that uh, games that maybe couldn't hold their own show. Mm-hmm. And I called the episode Mega Drive Medley because it mm-hmm. sounded good, even though it wasn't the Mega Drive in the U.S. It was the Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis, that's but how I know it. Mega Drive is a cool name too, so I'm fine with that. But yeah, Mean Bean Machine, the way it begins. Um, that's very Genesis. Just that screeching yeah. noise. Well, you actually, like Genesis, on most Genesis games, I at least can visualize a guitar being strummed. Being murdered. Rocked, being murdered. Being yeah. shredded, shredded. Obliterated. <laughs> uh, Ooh, right into a Sunny D rainbow, man. <laughs> Boom. T-1000 chasing me up the Sunny D yes. rainbow. Uh, God, it's such a specific memory. Well, at least our imaginations are still operating on a Genesis timeline yes. right now. Um, yeah, like the Super NES sound chip, I don't have any knowledge of the Genesis sound chip. It's just mm. something in there. It was very equivalent to what you would get in arcades of the day. So like a I lot do of, remember it had a volume slider yeah, the on original, the system. Yeah, the original Genesis model. You could get stereo sound if you plugged in a headphone jack. Weird. And, uh, but it was, it was weird because, yeah, the Super NES had its own sound chip, mm. and that's what made it sound so distinctly unique. Now you could get all these crazy different mm-hmm. si- soundtracks out of it. Genesis music always sounds like Genesis music. Always. Sounds Even when it's trying to hide it, like Streets of Rage is one of the best examples of play to the Genesis strengths. Mm-hmm. Here's stuff you can do that just will blow anyone away. Instead, a lot of people go for the guitar noise, which is very dangerous. <laughs> But a lot of the Genesis music is, is I always say, tinny, tinny or uh, it, a lot of it sounds elec- like an electrocution, a note being electrocuted. Yeah, it just sounds like, <laughs> what if you overmodulated everything? 
Uh, um, just so you know, don't bother uh, Googling Genesis music. Think you're going to get anything but Phil Collins. Yes, uh, it does make it very confusing when I talk to people Sega who aren't Genesis avid music. game music fans, <laughs> and I start talking about, oh yeah, Genesis music. Yeah, I can't and, dance, right? And they, and they'll for for a split second they're on board the conversation. I'm like, wow, this person picked up Genesis music right away. And then I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, and you like Streets of Rage, and, mm-hmm. and they're like, what? I don't remember that song. It's like, oh, it was a game, Streets of Rage. You know, Streets of Rage. And they're like, game. I'm talking about the band. <laughs> oh, like I've had multiple conversations in my life where I'm like, Genesis music, got it. No, not Phil Collins. <laughs> I don't know any other Genesis songs, for real? Uh, that Peter song, Gabriel, as a kid, that song was, I can't sing, I can't dance, the only thing I do is wet my pants. What? <laughs> Get out of town. I cannot believe you were writing stuff that clever as a kid. Uh, I don't think I wrote it. I think I just remember it was one of the schoolyard things. Ah! What was the one you were working on earlier? I'm really behind this. Uh, Somebody might need to make it happen. I tweeted it, and it's who knows when things air or whatever, but I've already tweeted this. I heard Crocodile Rock on the radio. (laughs) And the first line is, it's Elton John. I was like, I remember when the rock was young. And I couldn't think of, not think of Dwayne Johnson. A a young Dwayne Johnson. A young Dwayne Johnson running around to the tune of that song. And then the next, I'm just like, I got to write a song. But I only got as far as, I began to rock out. I remember when the rock was young. (laughs) He was elbow dropping everyone. At least I know for his movie, we can just drop that in and just fade out the lyrics immediately. Oh, yeah, immediately. I remember yes. when the rock That's was a trailer. Young. That's a trailer I see. trick. I see. You play American Idiot, you only play American Idiot and then fade down. And then That's true. No, don't the insult politics. the audience you're going after. Yeah. Like, much like Creedence Clearwater Revival, Fortunate Son, uh, some folks have warned me to wave the flag. End of song. Yeah, End stop, of song. Stop, don't. Yeah. Play the rest of the guitar yeah, part. When you listen to... Uh, it's a played out song, but Bad Moon Rising. Mm-hmm. I love how dismal that song is, yeah. and it's so happy. Yeah, hope you are quite prepared to die. <laughs> uh, and I can't not associate it with American Werewolf in London. Last plug I'll make other than LazerTimePodcast.com. <laughs> so that was Mean Bean Machine. Uh, yeah, the list of composers for that game. I don't know who to actually credit. So mm-hmm. you have uh, Sonic Nagao. Mm-hmm. Two, two different Nagaos, last names. Uh, Tsukamoto, who would do Blazing Lasers as well, which is Ooh. a good TG-16 shooter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hikichi, these are all the last names, who would go on to do music in Terranigma, which is a, it came out in the U.S. It did not come out in the U.S. It was in uh, the U.K. only, and it was kind of a spiritual successor to the style of game that Enix would make, like Soul Blazer or mm-hmm. Illusion of Gaia, and it was the next kind of game in that general series. It never came out in the U.S. Well, what, are we, what are we listening to today on uh, Genesis? So more, more Genesis stuff. That at a Mean Bean Machine. And mm-hmm. going to, uh, this is another great example of Genesis sounding very modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing to its strengths and also um, sounding a bit like music of the day. Which again, up to that point, wasn't very common in video games. Especially yeah. in 1991 when this game, Toe Jam and Earl, Whoa! came out. Very, very funky. A very, I use that term as the widest possible way. Like, <laughs> just a very inspired piece of game mm-hmm. music that doesn't sound like game music. It sounds like, oh, this definitely came out in 1991. So uh, we're going to go into three songs. That's uh, Alien Breakdown, the Funkatronic Beat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know you're ready for the Toe Jam Slow Jam. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we'll be right back. Thank you. 
Ah, yes, the toe jam, slow jam. I know you're ready for that. Immortal, immortal toe jam in a row. Ringing through the halls of no one's house. I do like toe jam in a row. I wish, I wish those characters, I don't know, had a better shot. They got another chance to come back in Xbox. Era, I know, and it I didn't know. quite. It's not what I wanted out of Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, I just wish. Um, I wish they had to disappeared like they did because uh, one and two, Panic on Funkatron, are just great. wildly different games. Yeah, they're totally different games. And uh, yeah, they really don't. There's no Toe Jam and Earl, Earl formula. You don't know what yeah. you want when you say you want a Toe Jam and Earl game anymore because yeah. they've had three drastically different games. And it's uh, interesting analogy in and of itself is mm-hmm. that the first game was based around randomly generated levels. Mm-hmm. And the idea, there's so much, one, the composer is John Baker, so that's important to get out there right now. It's mm-hmm. like John Baker, and I don't know An what American? He, uh, Ameri- well, the whole game was actually, like, yeah, it was, it was very in, Western. It was invented by, uh, let me see. It feels very much to me, like, like, Toe Jam and Earl holds hands with whatever Fox kids had on their TV a little at the same bit, time. That same early 90s. The characters are very kinetic and cartoony, and I like that a lot about yeah. them. Uh, Greg Johnson is, used to work at EA. Mm-hmm. Um, Worked in games for EA, but then mm. like had an idea of the game. Met another guy with an idea for a game. Mm. They combined their ideas, and Toe Jam and Earl came. They got to meet with Sega of America, who was very much driving the Genesis success in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Even though Sega was a Japanese company, yeah. uh, or you know, run from Japan, uh, Sega of America had a lot of power, mm-hmm. and obviously their Sega and Welcome to the Next Level and all that stuff mm-hmm. really helped push Nintendo for the first time yeah. back. So this game being a very Western-minded game on a platform that was all coming from Japan was really, mm-hmm. really interesting. Um, also, Electronic Arts was a whole new push in that direction, too. But um, the game itself, yeah, randomly generated levels, mm-hmm. two-player co-op, mm-hmm. like split-screen, or when you came on the same screen. It's it, a very cartoon atmosphere. And right? yet it's almost open-world. Mm-hmm. Like, you could go... There weren't, like, quests, but you were always looking for things. And, and parts, always for parts. Is parts that what they're of, always parts, doing? Parts of the spaceship. And it's like, there's so much cool stuff in that game, and I'm just really surprised... That that didn't catch on and do mm. more with it, but then yeah, the second game was now a two D game because the first one's kind of mm. this overhead, and but it's so weird. You're opening presents mm-hmm. that give you powers, mm-hmm. but you don't every time. Hallelujah. Every time it starts, you don't know. Even the presents are randomized. So mm-hmm. the big red thing with a green bow mm-hmm. this time is speed shoes. The next time yeah. you yeah. don't know yet. It might be the poison thing that kills you. <laughs> every time it randomizes, but then but once you like, find yeah. out, but once you find out in that session, mm-hmm. it's the, uh, the red one is always the same thing. Mm-hmm. But when you turn it off, turn it back on, now it's all reset again. And there's just so many cool things going on in that game. Plus the music in general, just roaming around like to that music it. is just so soothing and it lost mm-hmm. tons of hours to that. But big fan of Toe Jim and Earl. Um, and it was one some article on Games Radar we did a long time mm-hmm. ago where I remember trying to describe what I wanted out of another Toe Jim and Earl. Wow. And I felt like... I don't know. I felt like I made a good case. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. It must have been one of the anniversary things, like seven mm-hmm. franchises we watched. <laughs> oh, I'm and, sure that's what it is. I, yeah. Just Google Games Radar top seven Sega franchises. Are you asking me to do that? I'm saying, I'm saying that? you, listener, okay. or you, Chris. Next, we're going to go into uh, Revenge of Shinobi, Ooh. which I was listening to this music. I'm like, man, this is so good, and I keep forgetting who did it, and then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, right, accidentally, mm-hmm. Yuzo Koshiro. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I didn't mean to do him in episode two and then have him back in six. Mm-hmm. I generally wouldn't do that, but two was all about just one game, yeah. Super Adventure Island. In this case, I feel like his music uh, is a good companion piece for Toe Jam and Earl because it's also very early 90s. It mm-hmm. just has that sound to it. And again, just an example of like you were playing NES games, and while I loved Castlevania and Mega Man music, this is the first time it felt like almost cool. Mm-hmm. Independent of the fact I loved game music and I thought it was cool because I thought Woodman's music was badass. <laughs> uh, 
this Genesis music was like, no, I'm cool just for playing this. And my friends want to come over and be cool with me as we play mm-hmm. our Segas. And Nintendo, Sega of America was very good about that. Mm-hmm. Like, it made you feel cool playing those games. Whereas if you played a Super Nintendo, you were like, shh, don't tell anyone I'm playing Super Nintendo. Dinosaur song. I was just trying to do Super Super Nintendo. They, Nintendo was very much like, it's not a toy, but we're not going to yeah. make that distinction publicly. Right. Just yet. And Sega Until Sega makes us. Just aggressively telling you, they're mm-hmm. toys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll uh, go into this is Ninja Step. Ninja Step. <laughs> the Shinobi and Sunrise Boulevard, all from Revenge of Shinobi. Okay.
and that's some Revenge of Shinobi. Again, Yuzo Koshiro, jeez, uh, also did Super Adventure Island, Streets of Rage 1 and 2, Actraiser, mm-hmm. just tons of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, very prolific, very excellent composer. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the best people you ever get to get Genesis music. Um, Is that fella doing anything now? I'm actually not sure what he's doing lately. Mm-hmm. I think he might have been part of that whole like mega conglomerate for Smash Brothers Brawl, where it really? just had like everyone who's ever been a, a notable Japanese composer was in there with 300 tracks. I think he might have been in there. I used to know that, but I haven't looked at the Brawl soundtrack in probably two years, so I don't remember. Um, I'm seeing... Wow. Okay, not a lot of Western stuff we're going to recognize. Beyond Oasis? No, that's Genesis. Shenmue? Wangan Midnight series? You have to jump up a decade, I think. And uh, Namco X Capcom? Oh, Namco X Capcom, yeah. What is that? That's a weird crossover, yeah. Um, Seventh Dragon, doing some Act Razor stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Seventh Dragon 2020 on the PlayStation Portable is the last notable. Seventh Dragon. Like something I may have played. Super Smash Brothers Ball, Brawl, good call. He's yeah. definitely involved in that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, just about everybody. It's Ray and Odyssey 2, who could forget? Okay. For the DS. Oh, okay. Um, I did hear. Okay. Yeah. That means I need to play that game. <laughs> Dragon Ball Online for the PC. Moving on. All right. So, Wiki uh, research. The, yeah. The next one is uh, the next thing I wanted to do is it's just a couple of songs from Pac Mania. Ooh. For Genesis. Aww. What? Wait, what? What's wrong with Pac-Man? Oh, Pac Mania. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Pac Man Fever. That no. the, the, that guy recently died. Buckner, Buckner and Garcia. Uh, not not both of them, but one of them. One Cherry of them, Garcia. One of them. Cherry Garcia passed away. <laughs> was I'm sorry. Del- I'm sorry. Delicious? I to deliver this news. Uh yeah yeah sorry Pac Mania is fun he packed up he stop it stop it don't get me laughing this is a serious show <laughs> no that's that's very sad uh Pac Mania uh, yeah just isometric Pac Man game like hey we did Pac Man can we do it like five more times mm-hmm. what if I tilt the camera a little bit sold <laughs> what if I can jump okay okay and the ghosts jump every so often got it I love Pac Mania I think it's a great game uh weird story with that is like. It almost it came out on the NES, but only via Tengen, mm-hmm. who were the uh, unlicensed carts. And Nintendo eventually won lawsuit, and Tengen mm-hmm. got you can't do this anymore. You have to you have to go through Nintendo and get the licensing fees and print it on our cartridges, mm-hmm. use our resources. We got to make our money. I, you know, Nintendo being it's very infamous. <laughs> the height of being Nintendo. The height of being Nintendo in the in the mid '80s and early '90s. Um, and then very late in the game, did it actually become available legit on Nintendo platforms? It took a long time. Uh, but that's also coming that's, out on Super Nintendo. It didn't come out on the Super Nintendo. Mm. It did come out on Genesis, and it actually uh, the Tengen mm-hmm. Pac Mania for NES is one of the rarest games for the system. Really, it's not like the rarest or like super ultra impossible. Like the, the pretty decent Pac Man port that shows the Hanna Barbera Pac Man on the mm. game cover for the only time I believe that ever happened. When is that? Uh, the um, Tengen. An NES cartridge for just straight up Pac Man. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah, and he has the hat. He has the hat. Yeah. He's the, uh, He's the chain bloke. smoking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Pac pellets. I see. I love those. He's down at the Pac Factory every yeah, day, pushing this, <laughs> busting my hump all day to move pellets around, and I can't enjoy when I get home. <laughs> Take this, Miss Pac Man. It's just like seven. Ah. He's seven packs a day. <laughs> it really does sound like that if you look at the cartoon. So uh, I wrote up something on cartoonchristmas.com. You can find that there. Two years ago. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Pac-Mania will go into Blocktown and then Pac-Man Ooh. Theater. And we'll be right back.
right, a little silly music, but I Pac-Mania is another great example of Genesis music done right to me. It's it walks that fine line. Mm-hmm. Um, a composer for that is it's this person named Paul Webb, and I can't figure out who it is. Genesis music. Genesis music. So that takes up. I'm sorry, Paul Webb. I wish I had more information on you, mm-hmm. and I wish I had a cooler story to go with that. But uh, <laughs> next up is. This is a weird thing. It's a game nobody played, as far as I ever knew, mm-hmm. called Combat Cars. And it's just yep. this crappy overhead racing game that's not particularly good. That's not RC Pro-Am. And I actually heard a story of someone in the industry that I know way back in the magazine days. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of the first games where uh, somebody tried, like, one of the... This game got a low score in a magazine. Mm-hmm. And the people emailed saying how mad they were, and they were going to pull their ads because the game got a, ma- a bad score. Mm-hmm. And... You know, you're ruining our business, and you took our money, and blah blah blah. We're never gonna give you money again. And just tried to give, break them over the coals for giving combat cards a bad card. score. And it's like, I'm sorry if the game sucks, but the music, oh my god! <laughs> so the music, phenomenal, I guess. It's just the title screen, or maybe it's the credits, which mm-hmm. is what I'm playing. It's a three minute medley of everything in the game. Oh, and nice. It's one of those things where each piece of the music is fine, but it's kind of repetitive. Mm-hmm. But then when it's played as one three-and-a-half-minute song, you're like, this is like a rave mix that I <laughs> is just am- amazing to me. Yeah. That it was coming out of a Genesis, just knocked me off my seat. And you're I was saying this is going to get intense for people. It's going to get, like, if you need to run or you need to drive really <laughs> fast, this is the song to do it to. Um, it starts off a little slow, but it's just like every techno dance song, man. you got to build it up and then... Poosh, poosh, poosh. Uh, So we're going to do that, and then uh, we'll come back.
it's just so it's it builds up and keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. I enjoy it thoroughly. Um, I don't know who the composer is. I cannot find like anything mm-hmm. about it at all. Like I found one guy's name, but John John Carehag. Carehag. Carhag. I don't know. Carnegie. Cargill. Uh, Cragen. What are we talking about again? Release the Kragen Auto Parts. I'm lost. What's uh, happening? Uh, I don't know. Combat Cars was great, and I was trying. <laughs> I was trying to figure out legitimate information on this composer, but because mm-hmm. to me, again, another great example of it's kind of generic dance music, which is not the most inspired thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But in a console game at the time, like it still was to sound even like B grade techno music is still a sign that the game music was maturing. Because even mm-hmm. stuff like Mega Man, Castle, like I keep going back to those examples, but it's like all those tunes are still very video gamey mm-hmm. and they're very melodic, but they're very quick and they're mm-hmm. over in like forty seconds, um, and you loop them a few times just because the, the the tune is so good. But this is like this is like a whole song somebody wrote for a crappy game that no one played, and anytime that happens, I like I really want to shine a spotlight, like what Toshinden episode a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That somebody wrote like three and a half minute dance songs <laughs> for a thirty for a from fight that'll last thirty seconds yeah. and just ring out and it's over. Um, but taking us out this episode, that's the end of the Genesis wrap up. This is just again kind of a medley, mm-hmm. a, an introduction to not Sonic, not popular games, but just like a sampling of like kind of I mean Revenge of Shinobi and Toe Jam and Earl are up mm-hmm. there, but just kind of a sample of games that couldn't have held their own show. Um, I will get into episodes specifically dedicated to certain yeah. Genesis games, of course. Is this, are we ending? Yeah. This as, as uh, to plug something. I, I'm find, I found this album called "Loser: A Sega Genesis Tribute," the, mm. and it's just Sonic dying and the word "loser" on it. It, oh. it makes it sound like it was Sega lost tragically, but it didn't lose the Genesis War that yeah. tragically. But it's 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 got like how many tracks do am I seeing here? Like. 30, 50, 40 tracks encompassing all these games remixes by a bunch of people. I'm seeing some Dwayne and Brando in there. Uh, Revel in some Genesis music. Look it up. Loser, a, tri- a Sega Genesis tribute. Yeah, Sega definitely came out ahead. Or didn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say came out ahead, but like, for, uh, made their mark with Genesis for sure. That's courtesy of GamesForAll.com, uh, GamesForAll Records. And then, uh, so taking us out uh, is actually the first time, speaking of Overclocked, as we mm-hmm. did earlier, uh, another dance, it's dance, which Overclocked Remix has a lot of. Uh, dance remixes mm-hmm. but this is it is impossibly bouncy and it's called blobby blob disco <laughs> and it's a remix of mean bean machine oh nice and it when i found this i was like driving home from college one day and i lived in the middle of nowhere so it's just back roads where you're just blasting down at top speed and like you can watch the leaves blowing everywhere like the batmobile behind you just <laughs> only i had this song playing. Ah. and uh, i just wanted to take us out with that and it's you know, it just makes me so happy, and uh, it's Blobby Blob Disco from Overclocked Remix. Um, you on iTunes yet, dear? Yes, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to find proof. Proof that I was no, uh, no. It is up on iTunes. VG Empire is Jeez. now available on iTunes. Uh, it took a while, but yes, it's there. So if you're waiting for that, you can do it through there. Leave a comment, rate me, leave comments on the website itself, vgempire.com. Anything that interaction with the site is much appreciated, and I am reading every single comment. So. I'm trying to take out all the criticism, which there isn't much. It's mostly all positive, and even the po- constructive criticism has been helpful. So uh, thanks for listening. And um, the Blobby Blob remix actually is by Jive Master is the name of the uh, the remixer. So thank you, Jive Master, for giving me one of my favorite Overclock songs, and I'll see you next week.